Hey friends, Isaac here. It's Tuesday, December 7th. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. This is the podcast where we live the dream of people of every nation, tribe and tongue, worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit kevinwhite.us to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Today, Kevin is joined by Temsela Bass of Nashville, North Carolina. Temsela is a sister in Christ, friend and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and Temsela to today's show. Hello everyone, I'm Kevin White and you're listening to Living the Dream. Welcome. I'm glad to be here with my sister in the Lord, Themsela. How are you? Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing and great. Then, yes. And we have your friend that you've now introduced me to, so I can say my friend, De- yes. Devendra. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. And we welcome each and every one of you. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see our smiling faces, and you can see that we are brothers and sisters of another mother. I was born and made in the USA, and they were born and made in India. And Devendra spent time in Thailand. Uh, we are all in the USA right now, and we're all uh, dreaming of the day that we can be together in India uh, again at some point by the grace of God. But today we are finishing up a series that I have uh, entitled Life's Questions. As you know, we champion the revelation. Uh, of John in Revelation chapter 7 verse 9 through 12 that every tribe and tongue, people of every nation are in heaven before the throne worshiping Jesus Christ for all eternity. And it is our belief, our cry, our prayer, our vision, let it be on earth today as it is in heaven. And the reality is the big C church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a global church. It is not just a a small building in rural North Carolina or in the mountains of India or uh, in China or in Russia, but it is the people of God that would follow the Lord Jesus Christ, that would adhere to His Word. And they are people of different skin tones and hair colors and eye colors and dialects and languages and heights and sizes and everything else, but they are all made united in the red shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sin and uh, the reality that we are adopted by God to be His children. And that's made possible through Uh, Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And so we follow Jesus, and that's how we get the term Christians and, and the Christian church. And so it is our prayer. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And today we have a great question about faith, and I just uh, want to allow Themsala to introduce today's question. Yes, uh, today's question is basically... Uh, 
based on just my own personal thoughts and my own personal walk and things that I have struggled with. And I thought, you know, maybe not just me, but there might be other people who are struggling in the same way as well. And the question is, when is the right time to, uh, to just arise and stand for your faith? And um, it's, it's not about, you know, taking up arms and then, or being just going and then having an argument with people, not about that, but, but standing up and being who we are in Christ. And like in other episodes, we talk about loving God and loving your neighbors. And these are all part of uh, standing up. We can say that we are believers, that we are followers of Christ. But if our action is not backing up with that, then there's nothing much to show who we are as followers. And, and it's uh, following the commands of Christ. And uh, if we say, yes, I'm a follower of Christ and I'm listening to his commands. But then when it comes to loving the Lord and he says, love your neighbors and we are not doing that, then we are, you know, being a hypocrite. We are saying one thing and yet doing another thing. So I, I just, you know, was asking this question, when is the right time and whether there is ever a right time and how do we stand up boldly for our faith and when we are faced with uh, decisions on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis, how do we stand boldly for the Lord and share what God is doing in each one of our lives? Do we shy away or are we being bold to share about it? Mm. You know, personally, both to uh, you and also the Devendra, many times I am very, very loud in voicing out my complaints Mm. my disappointment, my hurt, my anger, my right for justice, my this, my that, things did not, everything has to do with I, me, and myself. And yet when it comes to, you know, uh, voicing out, being loud in unashamedly and unapologetic in proclaiming that I am a disciple of Christ through my words, through my actions, through my attitude, through my love for others, service, kind, compassion, forgiveness, speaking the truth in love, I shy away. Mm. You know, I'm loud in complaining, but in obeying what Christ has told me to do in all those things, I shy away. I'm not being bold. And it's a struggle. And that's a question that we all are faced with, you know, every day. And it's very clear, like in Acts 26, it's 16, Paul talks about, but arise and stand upon your feet. For I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which I will appear to you. And it's even with the, the story in Samaritan woman, you know, uh, John chapter four, where she was not afraid to testify about who Christ is in the same way. Um, how are we standing in our faith in, you know, being bold, being unashamed, being unapologetic in our life? Mm -hmm. You know, how are we dealing with those things? And that's a question that I'm putting up with all of us for discussion. What are your struggles in that? And how can we, you know, be overcomers, you know, mm -hmm. be overcomers 
in uh, asserting, in exercising our faith on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. so that we can become strong, strong and be known as the overcomers of the faith. Yeah, yeah. Dehendra, I would love to have your uh, thoughts on this. Uh, what's God taught you uh, in this area? Um, yeah, I think in Acts 5.29, it, it just says we'd rather obey God than men. Um, I think it uh, comes down to this in every conversation um, nowadays in this part of the world or the other, the conversation veers to um, uh, Eastern pantheism um, that, uh, you know, like uh, the oneness, um, everyone heading to the same place. um, And how could God be so cruel? And and here is where we have to um, make our stand. Uh, I was sitting next to a guy who probably had a doctorate from the eastern part of the USA. He was going for fly fishing up in Montana with his son. And he was writing a book on uh, the philosophy of life based on fly fishing, you know. And uh, as I, um, uh, he was Jewish with background um, and finally found out his, uh, yeah, his name was Jewish name. And uh, uh, we got talking and uh, finally he um, said, like, he's disturbed by people who um, say that Jesus Christ is the, only way you know and so we got talking and there i had to talk to him you know finally and a bottom line um this is not what i want uh, you know this is not somebody else want this is what jesus himself said and he said it because of this you know uh, because he's the only one who was sinless who died for the sins of mankind and uh, and he thanked me for you know um for sharing that but we have to make the stand because everywhere is the same you know like everyone's deluded into thinking we're all god is good he's not allowing anyone to perish we're all headed the same way and we mm. have to say hey you know um all religions are the same no like somebody said superficially they are the same fundamentally they are very different and we have to make our stand over here and uh, i think um uh, it comes to that that like daniel eleven um, thirty two, it says the people who know their god shall be strong and do exploits so people who know their god if we have a close relationship with god if we're getting to know him more and more we will stand for the truth and the truth is you know christ said he's the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by him that's not what i said that's not what i think it doesn't matter this is what he said and we have to be true to what he said and you take it or you leave it that's it but uh, if we get a chance we explain why he said what he said and uh, so um yeah, let me stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> talked enough. <laughs> no, I mean that that is that is very good. You know, sometimes as Christians, we try to put God in a box and we compartmentalize our lives, and so this question um, really points to a bad habit. <laughs> if you, if we're all honest, uh, Themsala was very honest. Thank you so much for your transparency. I'll be honest as well. Uh, where there are times that you feel like you need to 
you need to have your neighbor hat on and uh, be faithless, not, not really exposing your faith there. And then you go to church and I put a preacher hat on and uh, then I might go to the market and I would want to put a hat that would cover my face so the people wouldn't see regardless, uh, you know, what I was doing or whatever and different things. And, and yet God says, really take me out of the box. You, you need to be a follower of Christ. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been an international traveler and I've had uh, believers, groups uh, ask me these questions along life's journey of, can we pray in an airport? Should I, should I talk openly about my Bible on this train with this stranger and different things like that? You know, asking basically for permission of whether or not they can take a stand for faith. And every time I find myself having a common response, and that is, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And mm. if you taking a stand of faith is absolutely a call, it is an opportunity God has given us. So the what mm. is already being answered by God. You don't have to go to God and say, God, do you want me to witness to my to my neighbors next door? Should I talk about the Bible to them? I mean, God is not sarcastic like I am. I would say, duh, of course I do. Um, uh, God does have a great sense of humor. Otherwise, we would have no humor. But um, it's not what we do. It's how we do it. If I do it in a way that makes the people in the airport feel like I am superior to them and I'm looking down with judgment on them and I'm condemning them to hell Why I'm going to be the glorious child of God, I'm really witnessing in a very ineffective, poor, tasteful, tasteless manner. But if, but if I am uh, seeking to value them while uh, exalting Jesus, then, then it can be a very attractive witness for the gospel. And um, mm -hmm. sometimes we need to focus on our how and, and mm -hmm. stop worrying about the what because mm -hmm. the enemy will really uh, intimidate us over the what and try to talk us out of taking a stand for faith uh, and tell us, you know, that... That that is that is for the politicians uh, because you know like in America we we really uh, at times deal with issues that are biblical issues but the government around us is saying this is now politically correct you can't you can't discriminate or you can't oppose this issue or it will be a form of discrimination and stuff like that and even. Even in the USA, you can, you can flip through the internet right now and you can find politicians of faith getting in trouble because they are, in their mind, taking a stand of faith, but they are offending uh, people that they are, that, that they are speaking against or being perceived to be speaking against. And even there, the issue is not necessarily the what, it is their how. And Jesus was very bold and very direct, but he was dealing with the sin. He, he was calling people out on, uh, like when he flipped over tables in the marketplace, he was dealing with, with a uh, turning the house of God into, into a market. When he was flipping tables over in the temple, he was dealing with uh, in, in righteous indignation 
with with the people that had turned the house of God into a money making scheme, and uh, and he was he was really but but every time God can hate the sin and love the sinner. And sometimes we get it confused. And instead of dealing with the sin, like I'll just, I'll just give one very, very global classic example. The Bible says homosexuality is a sin, but you can present that of what God says in such a way that all of a sudden now you're sounding as if you are hating the homosexual. And uh, I love Thimsala's one of your examples we're going to talk about is the woman at the well. She was considered a very yes. promiscuous woman, a harlot, if you will. I could use some very contemporary words that would probably mm-hmm. be considered distasteful on the show. But she was a very despised a woman, woman yes. um, mm-hmm. because of her sexual practices. And yet... Jesus was so kind and compassionate to her, but in the end, he addressed her sin and he brought her to himself. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. If we really want to have the whole conversation here come to the goal, the goal of mm-hmm. taking a stand of faith is to bring people to Jesus. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, one of the most effective way is um, like just going to, back to the woman in, in the well is how she went about and told others about, you know, her meeting with Christ. And that's the thing, our testimony, we can go back and tell others about what Christ is doing in each one of our lives. Our testimony is one of the great tools that God has already given to each one of us. Mm-hmm. That's the story, our story. We are telling our story and nobody can refute that because this is your story and this is my story that we are telling and that's a tool that god has given to us and so it's with each one everybody who is a believer god has already given that tool in your hand and so let us use it don't let it be you know don't let it lie low your testimony however big or small you might think God is going to use in a mighty way when you go out. I don't think the Samaritan woman uh, knew the impact it was going to have when she went and told her townspeople the impact it was going to have on her townspeople, but it did have a mighty impact where all the town people came to see this Jesus, hear about this Jesus, and in the same way, your what you are thinking that your story is insignificant god before god that is not insignificant that's going to be a significant thing and so you know let us not be afraid like paul said in second timothy chapter one verse seven that god has not given us a spirit not of fear but of power Mm -hmm. and of love and self-control so let us speak god's truth without fear but with love that's yeah. what it says, but with love. Mm-hmm. And Jesus in Luke 9, 26, he also, and in that, you know, being uh, to exercise our faith, we also have to be aware of the warning that Jesus talks about for those who do not exercise boldness. And that it's 
whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in glory, at the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. And so what are you going to, because you will, each one of us, we cannot say that I don't know about it or I'm not aware about it or I don't have a testimony. Mm-hmm. All of us have for mm-hmm. people who have had an encounter with Christ. We all have a testimony. What are you doing with that? Are you talking about it? Are you being bold about it? And, uh, you know, about how are you exercising your faith on a day-to-day basis? Are you, do you um, experience blessings from God? At least one blessing. If not, you know, I if I think about God's blessing, there are hundreds and thousands and millions of blessings. It's countless. But mm-hmm. if you can remember at least one blessing from God, will you be willing to share? This is a challenge as we are about to end. Are you willing to share that one cha- one blessing that God has given to you mm-hmm. for the next 30 days? Mm-hmm. Are you willing yeah, to if, share? If I may interject here, I think yeah. um, we need wisdom here in, in the sense of where people are and how far to take them. I remember of this one man, he was in the Dalai Lama's army of exile. He was such a, a ferocious man. He said when he got angry, he used to go outside and bite a horse. You know, if he was walking oh. in the street, if somebody banged on it, you know, if touched him, he would bash that person up. He was Dalai Lama's army of exile. And this is his testimony is he had a roommate who didn't curse, uh, who didn't gamble and who mm-hmm. was never drunk. So mm-hmm. he got curious and he asked them, why you don't do these things? Uh, and that guy said, uh, I belong to a society. And that's all he said, you know. Uh, he didn't say I was a Christian. He said, I belong to a society. And I think that was the right thing uh, for that person mm-hmm. to say at that time. And mm-hmm. so that brings me to the place where I think we need to determine needs cause wisdom where they are at and how far mm-hmm. to take them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take them all the way yes. or up to that certain point. And for this guy, it was the right point. I belong to a society that's what he said. <laughs> and that got him curious what society is he you know that yeah. he doesn't curse he doesn't he's not drunk and he doesn't use all these foul words and what is this you know so mm-hmm. got him interested finally he became a believer yes mm, great Amen. great and i love last week's episode in conjunction with this week's episode uh, because one of the greatest practices we'll ever have as it t- comes to taking a stand of our faith is to begin with the practice of asking our Heavenly Father to speak to us and to guide us. And He will give us, He will help us to have insight to where that person is. And uh, sometimes we need to say society and others time uh, we, would, we would say, you know, I am a Christian. Um, and, and the Lord knows uh, where, where that person's heart is and, and how to share him with the, uh, and give a witness of the Lord. Anything else, Themsala? Yeah, that's it. You know, let's be wise and discerning and exercise our faith daily. Yeah. Without, with boldness. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So this week, love your neighbor and take a stand of faith. Do it for yourself individually every morning as you acknowledge the presence of God and then continue that all throughout your day. And as you have opportunity to love your neighbor, to be a friend to the foreigner, uh, then, then do so with boldness and courage mm-hmm. and, and with the compassion of God for every person he puts in your path. We love you. Mm-hmm. We'll see you here next week on the Living the Dream Show. God bless you all. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of living the dream as people of every nation, tribe and tongue worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. Remembering the gift of God's presence through Jesus Christ is accessible to everyone. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White. Living the Dream with Kevin White.